0: Thanks for tuning in to the That's Neat podcast. Here, you'll find an authentic community of women who are ready to share their mom hacks and fails. We hope you get inspired, encouraged, and that you laugh so hard you might pee your pants. We're so glad you're here. This is going to be so much fun.
1: Everybody, good good day to you. Whatever time of day it is that you're listening,
0: <laughs> Jill almost spilled the beans that we're actually recording during the day. It's morning right now,
1: and well, to be fair, just because I said good morning or good night doesn't mean that's what it. Like if you talk to me in real life, you could hear that any time of day. Never know. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I work with people in all different time zones, and that doesn't help. Right. It's true. Anyways. It's fine. How's it going? Today's the first day, like the first full day back at school for my kids for after Christmas break. Uh, I can't even imagine. It feels really good, not because I like having them gone, because I love it when we get snow days and stuff. But I think just the routineness of it back feels good. Like last, even yesterday for the shorter day because of the weather, It was just felt good to be, like, packing the lunchbox. I got the water bottles. I have a plan for the day. Yeah. I get
0: that. Routine. 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 It's so funny because I, like, typically am not a huge fan of routine because I like to just, you know, see where the wind takes me and then, like, if something fun comes up or whatever. But um, I do find myself longing for routine in the fall when school starts. But then by the end of school, being like, I'm so sick of routine, you know. Yeah. But then it's like but same thing with break. It's like it's only like two weeks at the most, most of the time. Sometimes it's only a week and a half, and you're just like, We need routine.
1: Yeah. It's I don't know. I was happy about it. It felt good. I could tell it felt good for the kids. Yeah. So that was good. That is good. That's good. Although my middle schooler's sad because her besties are on a trip to Florida right now. so. So she has to be there without them. So she had to hang with different kids at lunch yesterday. However, she said it was just great; like they oh. had a good time. So that was good. That is good. I have more than one or two friends. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about your youngest daughter because I feel like there's been
0: a couple times you've mentioned that she's had a good day because she doesn't have play doh in her socks. Oh my <laughs>
1: gosh, she gave <laughs> the funniest report the other day. I was like, "How was your day?" Oh, fine. And she had on an exceptionally cute, like a Christmas shirt or something. And I was like, oh, did anybody comment about your outfit? And she was like, no, actually, but I feel really great about it. And I love that response from her. Yep. And then um, I'm like, well, did anything exciting happen or what was good about your day? Well, I didn't pee in my pants and I did not get Play-Doh in my socks. So it was a really good day. <laughs> so it's, if- if you're the praying type, you should definitely pray for the kindergarten teachers because <laughs> <laughs> like obviously those events are happening. <laughs> and when you have that many kids to be in charge of and also being in charge of them in a foreign language cuz she's in an immersion program, I can only imagine. I just
0: I'm wondering if you have been washing socks with Play-Doh in it and like not
1: knowing that there's Play-Doh in the socks. It's totally possible. Well, they could it could just be dissolving or I don't know. <laughs> doesn't I don't dissolve? know what happens. That's a good question. We need to ask the internet. When dissolve? I put my laundry in the washing machine, our washer doesn't have a name. But I'm incredibly thankful, like all the time I'm standing there thinking laundry is a miracle. And I know that I ask a lot of my washer and dryer on the daily. And I just am thankful because um, I mentioned in a another time, I think that our youngest has a trick where when we tell her no, she can make herself throw up now. Uh. And so, I mean, just the things going in the washer are terrible. And it comes out smelling good and looking cute again. And I just am so thankful that I was not a pioneer washboarding (laughs) it. I know. I don't think I would have done well with that. I would have,
0: you know, it just, that doesn't sound fun. We had like a whole situation um, over uh, New Year's that one of our activities we did was we made slime. And... Like, typically, slime isn't really supposed to be allowed in our home, yet it just manages to sneak in every once in a while, but now our kids know, like, slime stays on the table, and if you move from the table, it's, like, in the garbage, you know? And so, we were making it with these people. It was fine, Um, but then, like, later in the day, they came back to it, you know, and then one of the girls, she took the slime, and then she, like, put it on her lap, and then the kids were like, oh! no she put it on her lap and she had this huge green like blob of slime residue on her pants yep. and mom and dad were like not very well versed and i was like well good for you that i have a terrorist at my house and i am an expert slime person so for all this is my mom hack everybody vinegar white vinegar dissolves slime instantly out of anything it doesn't even matter so i was like i got you so i like it. we've even slime. done that on hair Yes, hair. Yep, we got some on hair. We um, So we got it out of pants, and then we put it in Ziploc bags, but then, like, one of them, like, burst. But the slime that was in the bag was, like, on a chair, which is, like, definitely where it shouldn't be, even if it's in a bag. So the yep. bag burst open, got all over my chair. And then a pillow, like, went on top of that so that it, like, smushed into the pillow. And then... Um, the mom of my friend, she sat on that chair and was like, oh, there's slime and like got some on her pants. And then later a couple, I don't know, maybe like the next day, the slime, we must've just gotten really crappy (laughs) Ziplocs. Well, actually the kids were playing with the slime and then it like oozed towards the end of the table. And then we were watching a friend's dog and then it like dripped onto the dog, dog's back. And in a couple spots, she had slime. Is but this dangerous
1: was, for the dogs if they lick it off? No well, it was on its back, there's no way. But then I, but don't, I don't think, think Sarah like, McLaughlin likes your treatment of animals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the funny thing is, though is that like at the beginning of this whole process, I barely had any vinegar left. So I was able to do like the huge spot on the chair, the huge spot on the pillow, the huge spot on the pants, And then, like, by the time it got to the dog, I was like, I don't have any more slime. So then the dog sat for, like, three days with, like, crusted slime, little chunks on its back. And then finally, like, before its mom came, I, I was like, we have to go get vinegar. So we, like, got vinegar, dissolved the slime, washed a little bit off the back. I was like, if you smell vinegar, it's because of this uh but anyway so that's why we always keep like a big jug of white vinegar in case anybody needs to know the problem actually isn't the slime it's the dye so it's like that's like once you get the slime off if you wait too long then the dye actually like stains the stains the item but
1: yeah yeah. i also have if it can go in the washing machine like hot water has dissolved a lot oh yeah just not even with vinegar. If it yeah, just can I, go I, in especially there, especially if it's but. like right away. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I am. We're a household that allows the slime, the play doh, the markers, like all the fun things. Yeah. Well, we generally
0: are, but we've had
1: <laughs> run-ins with slime.
0: Like, my when we moved from our old house, um, our daughter we like moved her dresser. And we found out that she had slime on her dresser that like oozed to the back and like down the wall. And then it actually stained our trim. Um, Like it, because it sat there for so long, it stained our trim like an oil type stain. And then the spot on our carpet where it landed was like completely ruined. And so like the day of moving, my husband was like sanding the trim and trying to like restain it and so we were he was just like no I'm alive. and that was after you know like three years of like getting it out of
1: every surface including well,
0: just tons of hair
1: and everything is worse when you're moving because you're tired and there's so much going on and then it's like one more thing yeah <laughs>
0: I feel like when you move, you're just like, we're pretty much packed up. I just have a couple things under the sink
1: no. Those couple like, things are like 40 boxes. Yes. Oh, uh, husband I'm glad said, we haven't moved in a while. No, I was going to say, my husband says he hates
0: moving. And he's been saying this since we were dating. And the funny thing is, is that when we were dating – I think I moved actually three times within like a year and a half. Like, I think that might have included our actual moving into our house, like after our wedding. But he was just like, I hate moving. (laughs) He said it every time. And so we've moved, I think we've lived in like six or seven places together.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's when you know their true character.
0: Yeah, it is. It's true. Yeah. Hmm. It's
1: fine. Yeah interesting so it's been uh, pretty snowy and cold there huh it is I was just looking at you in your tank top and thinking how weird that looks <laughs> and then I have a friend in Indiana who posted a video of them strolling around at the zoo today with you know nothing on in their little stroller and I'm like we don't have as much snow as some places but it's enough and then yesterday, my son wasn't even going to wear a coat to school. The second grader, he's like, yeah. mm, I forgot one of my coats in Iowa at Grandma's, and I lost the other one. So oh. I'm just going to wear my snow pants and my gloves, and it's fine. And I'm like, all right, you're down to, like, the backup, backup coat, which means yeah. it has a stain, and the zipper's pretty iffy, but it will get you off the blacktop yeah. at school, which <laughs> is the main, the main goal, so it's cold ish it's pretty again though like for a while it was really slushy and then we got some of the like pretty flakes on top to clean it up so
0: yeah it's very uncharacteristic for this time of year to have like that much snow and snow days
1: yeah but it's fun Yeah, the kids are hoping it'll like freeze hard enough to get a good crust because the hill across the road from us they can go like zoom down the whole hill, and then, like, down the driveway, and then there's some giant boulders they can <laughs> crash into that's at the bottom. That's so great. And that's how you know it was a good run if you make it all the way to the boulders. Sweet. Yeah.
0: When, I, when I was a kid, um we were sledding. There, there was a high school at my grandma's house that had, like, a big hill, and so we were sledding there, and then one of the kids that we went with, like, crashed into the light. Pool, like the giant light pole that lights up the, the football field, and I, oh. I, know I only remember being there, and then one of like, and then the mom just like urgently leaving to like go yeah. down to the ER because it was like they, you know, they're in the ground in those big cement blocks. Like
1: he just nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some people in town who were new yesterday that were asking on the like city Facebook page where the best sledding hills were and somebody referred them to the one in um, in Rochester that has all the accidents and I was like, should I private message them and be like, <laughs> if your kids aren't ready for like big time, please don't take them there because there's multiple broken bones a year.
0: Yeah. There's one that we went to in Rochester that you would go all the way to the street. And like if you had a good run, you could actually go into the street. It's yeah.
1: Like, you don't want that. Like, yeah. Just... So our neighbors have like grew up with a cousin that was hit by a car in one of those situations. Oh, no. And so they don't allow their kids to sled anywhere where there's a road, which is a good rule. I mean, I wouldn't let our kids hit the road either, probably, except it's like a private driveway and there's only two older couples that live there and they're always watching for my hooligans. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I was just
0: looking through photos and one year, well, I had a year for the listeners that I was not well and I was like battling some health issues and I was just not my normal mom self. So my son like missed his July birthday, like we just didn't have a birthday party I just couldn't do anything, um, and so then I felt really bad. And so we decided to have like a half birthday party in the winter because I started feeling better. And so he had a tubing, a snow tubing birthday. And snow I mess- tubing birthdays are awesome because they get so tired. Yeah, it was really great, but it was so funny because I messaged the moms and I was like, "Well," and then he thought it was awesome because he's he always has like summer, you know, summer stuff. Yep. Swimming or whatever. And so I was like, just remember this because you'll never have this again. And then I messaged the moms and I said, this is like a half birthday because we missed it. So like in July, you're also getting a birthday invite. Like, So don't be like, wait, is she just trying to sneak presents like twice a year for this kid? Uh, but it was yeah. a fun, it was a fun birthday. Those tubing hills are are cool. So in- that's actually why I had so many kids,
1: so we can just keep getting presents.
0: <laughs> like nobody knows how to keep track. Yeah. Um. So apparently, there's a place in Tampa that's like an indoor tubing place, and it's like, a, in, and it's so they created this huge warehouse, and they keep it super cold, and they made fake snow, and then you set up appointment times for like an hour. That you can go tubing. Isn't that crazy?
1: That's got to be a lot of money.
0: I know. It's a lot of money to do it. So it must cost a lot to keep the facility. Yeah. Interesting. It's like, yeah, I I didn't even believe it. Because I was like, this just doesn't even make sense to me at all.
1: It would be sort of fun to get a report. But I just don't. After having done the real thing. I don't know. Could yeah, it be as good? Could it be better? Maybe I don't know. It's Maybe nice. they have like some nice leather couches and a fire for the parents to sit by. <laughs> I think it's, like it's... a viewing room, like at the football stadium.
0: Yeah, I I don't actually know. I did see some pictures of it, but I forget already because mm. I was just like, well, we'll never do that because we've already done real tubing. So it's not like our kids. Uh, this whole this whole like winter Christmas like this Christmas January first season. There's just these festivals. And then they promote that they're gonna. It, it will snow there. So in two separate places we've been. One was in Fort Lauderdale for Thanksgiving. They had, they actually made fake snow in just mounds on the street, and then kids were like playing in it and then like throwing snowballs. And luckily, it was it was cool enough those days that it must just not have melted very fast that they were able to just get a big pile. So it's basically just shaved ice. So kids are just playing in like shaved ice from a machine. And then in Orlando, they do this, thing. they call it snow, but it's really like a combination of like bubbles and like soap or something. So then um, it's just like this flaky white, but it's like just this foamy mess. But it like feels, it looks like it's snowing from the, like the sky because it's like white flakes coming down, but really it's just like, it's just soap. <laughs> Heaven's dandruff? I don't even know. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Know. But they just like they I think it's just people just long for that simulation because their kids have like never seen snow, you know.
1: So if you're a Florida listener and you haven't been where there's a lot of snow, we are at the point where they can no longer just push the snow to the side on the roads. So they have, like, a special machine that comes up the middle, sucks it up, sprays it into a truck, and then the truck hauls it away and then comes back. And so the trucks just line up next to the spraying machine, and then they, like, move it to another part of the world where it's not downtown.
0: There's locations where they specifically put build-up snow. Yep. Like It's like a, a field or, like, a gravel parking lot that
1: they just... Yep. The and pile. then it'll be like super nice in May and there'll still be like the remainders of the snow pile yes. it's and no longer nice. Occasionally there's a body under there. <laughs> so if you listen to what are those podcasts called? The Detective what? Like the murder? Like time? Yeah. Yeah. You might hear about snow piles and those too. Yeah.
0: The year before we left, there was a body found in a snow pile.
1: At a school.
0: Yeah, at a school. That was sad. Uh,
1: These are
0: just cultural Midwest things that we're just, <laughs> casually, just casually talking about. But I suppose Florida people are like, oh, yeah, I was in the Everglades, and then we just found a dead body because that's probably like a normal. That's place.
1: how every episode of that one police show starts. <laughs> CSI Miami. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't watch much TV anymore. I watched Shark Tank yesterday, though. Did you? I did. I was like, I need, they had, this guy invented, okay, for anyone who's a bird watcher, which is not me, um, but if you're into birds, it's like a helmet with a clear shield and perches for the hummingbirds to come sit on. So they're like in your face, which is, I'm, I don't think I mentioned this when we discussed fears, but hummingbirds (laughs) make me (laughs) very uncomfortable. Oh, really? Why? They're not natural. Like, they should not even be able to fly by scientific rules. And then also, like, they swarm sometimes. Do they? That's creepy because they're, like, enormous bugs.
0: They are, like, very fast and jerky. Like, it's just very,
1: like, <laughs> they can fly forward and backward and a million miles a minute. And their beaks are super sk- Like, they can just beak you in the eye. <laughs> well, not if you have the helmet on what if they got between the shield and your face and like couldn't get out the shield yeah that'd be terrible i
0: don't i the the red flag for me with that is i don't think i don't think that i could
1: sit still <laughs> not that a bird would want to so, the guy was like we recommend you stand like put up a regular hummingbird feeder for a while and then when they're trained to come to it, take it down, and that's where you go stand still for long periods of time or sit in a chair. So I was, of course, looking at it on Amazon or what. I, well, I couldn't find it on Amazon. Um, but then I did see there are rings that they sell so that you can have them come sit on your hand. Okay. Which I have fed, like, a bird at the zoo. <laughs> and I don't know. Not really into that kind of thing. I don't really want animals on me.
0: Like... Maybe my dog at my feet, you know, but otherwise I don't even. I don't really need a snake wrapped around me either. Oh, goodness, no. We've been been dog sitting quite a bit lately, and it's been interesting because we have a shih tzu. This is our second shih tzu that we've owned, and um, shih tzus were bred to be foot warmers for, like, Chinese emperors. So they're just like the most chill dog ever, and they do always lay by your feet, which just is just so odd that it's just so ingrained in their mind that they just want to hang out like at your feet. And yeah. um, I I think it's fascinating because they also have never really run away, but it's because they don't really care to run away because that's not their job to chase squirrels. Their job is to like just hang out by you and, and like warm your feet or whatever, and yeah. so we had these other dogs, and then like one of them was like a herd as a herding dog. So then it's like when you're playing around with it, it's like trying to herd you the whole time. Like it cuts you off and it runs ahead of you and like tries to steer you in whatever direction it wants you to go. But it's like these are pu- it's, like a puppy. It's like three months old, and then it knows exactly what it needs to do to do its job well. You know, um, so I think that's been interesting. And then some. Our dog never fetches at all. Like, our dog would never fetch a thing. But then there are some dogs, like, we have this dog right now that's just constantly, like, play with me, play with me. Do you have a ball? I want a ball. Do you want to play a ball? I want to play ball. Like, And then he's just, like, holding a ball at your lap while you're eating dinner. And you're like, dude, this isn't the time, you know. But it's pretty funny how animals just know they're
1: job so while we're talking about animals i read i don't even know where i read it don't ask me for any sources google if you have questions that are further (laughs) um it was an article about a gorilla in a zoo somewhere that had its baby in captivity and it had been in captivity its whole life and so it had never been it had never seen other mother gorillas have a baby gorilla so it didn't know how to take care of its baby gorilla and the gorilla died the baby died And so the next time it was pregnant, this is super fascinating to me. The zoo person who knows things reached out to La Leche League and they had volunteers while the that was pregnant come sit by the glass window and nurse their babies. And so, like, initially the gorilla was not interested, whatever. Eventually, like, the further along it got in its gestation, it would, like, come to the window and look and whatever. And then it had its baby gorilla, and it wouldn't take care of it, wouldn't acknowledge it. So then they, like, called back La Leche, and they came back, and then it started mimicking the human, and the gorilla was fine. Like, its maternal instincts kicked in, and it did its thing. Wow! But because it hadn't been with other gorillas to see it, then we just had humans substitute. Wow. I thought that was kind of fascinating and also a little weird.
0: What are you doing today? That-
1: I have to go breastfeed with a gorilla. Like, do you get, like, a free zoo membership for that? <laughs> I don't know. Also, are you, like, body confident? Are other people able to see you also by the window? I don't know. Interesting
0: right yeah it's interesting that it didn't have the instinct to be able to feed the baby
1: i guess yeah and the baby didn't do the you know like human babies do the whatever crawl it's called to get to the milk and they know because they can smell it right but the gorilla was like oh here's a baby and then just like put it on the ground and then went along with this day i think it just yeah didn't so i don't know anyways i thought that was kind of interesting that is interesting yeah. Oh. Also breeding again. you did not expect to hear that
0: story just <laughs> like today. I you? woke up today and I didn't know that that was happening. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. We've been to SeaWorld a couple times. There's like a whole thing about that cuz like those dolphins are bred in captivity, but I think they don't breed them in captivity anymore. They only do like a certain amount for like research and there's just like a whole Thing about it it's just like you either think it's okay or you don't and then people are boycotted you know
1: I think they bring in injured ones too right that wouldn't be fine in the wild yeah they do do have a rescue I don't know if those are ones that are like in the shows and stuff
0: but um, I do know they rescue they talk about how many they rescue at this point it's like almost
1: 40,000 animals it would be crazy to try to teach a dolphin how to be a dolphin in the wild yeah I know right It kind of reminds me of that reel on Facebook where it's like, hey, you're a teacher. Can you teach these people to do math? And the guy's like, what people? Just ones that live in the area of the school. Do they want to know math? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, well, do I make a lot of money? What do I get if I teach them to do math really good? They're like, nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Not even,
0: maybe a thank you if they really liked you after they're 18, they'll come back and say a thing.
1: Yeah. So I teach this dolphin how to be a dolphin in the ocean and then it gets eaten by a shark or not, circle of life. That'd be devastating.
0: Yeah. But I think that they really can't because if the dolphins are too comfortable with humans, then that's actually a problem because I was learning about it, that they like want to be by humans then and they end up getting like caught in boats or, you know, they have problems.
1: Oh, the world like is a harsh place people. <laughs> it
0: is. but my kids like vacillate between like I want to be a dolphin trainer and then my son will be like I just really want to be a checker at Costco I feel like I'd be really good at that and then it's just like you know astronaut ballerina you know and I'm just like it's fine just whatever you pick
1: just love it you know yeah mm-hmm. I could see how Costco could be super fulfilling
0: Well, so my son said that in order to not do math, and I was like, you need math in, like, your life, you know, at work and whatever. And then he was like, I'm pretty confident that I know enough math that I could, at the very minimum, be a checker at Costco. And I was like, you're probably right. (laughs) Like, you're probably right. You probably have done enough math in, you know, well, now he's in fourth grade. But at the time, I think he was in second grade. And I was like, you probably could be a checker at Costco. And he's like, that's it. That's what I'm going to be. So I don't have to do any more math. Costco yeah I want to be a stalker at Costco because have I think you ever they're... been to BJ's I hear about this place
1: called BJ's yeah
0: it's down the street from my house my mom said she looked it up she's like you need to go it's like the same thing but it's not it's right by my house so I should get one
1: or oh. go at least huh I should look at their website sometime maybe you should in case I'm ever in that sort of area regionally you will be soon
0: yay so now is Florida vacationing
1: I'm having trip anxiety because it's so much work just to get all our people anywhere and yes. then I realized we should leave super super early we knew we had to leave early on the last day because it conflicts with a work thing that I have mm-hmm. but my son's in like this super elite honor choir thing and he has to be back for that practice or he gets kicked out oh, so then they're going to make him like re-audition and it's a whole thing if we don't hustle it back here Because he misses another day of it because he got into a different elite musical program. So, in summary, just stop being good at stuff. (laughs) Just be good once, and that's good enough. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just like tricky to get the calendars all organized. Yeah, I bet. That's not. And then packing. Yeah. The good
0: news is that half of your people could probably just find clothes here. So (laughs) that is true. Like you know,
1: that is true. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun once we get there and are actually doing the trip. It's the getting there and the yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It'll be good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but we have some fun stuff planned along the way, so we're all pretty excited about it. You want me to invent like a like a
0: puke bucket that you just like attach to your youngest, like? seat somehow so that when she gets all tantruming it's like no in her car seat that it just collects it and
1: then you just swap it out i actually keep <laughs> peak bags in our car from the hospital like all the time
0: I know but like you have to know that she's gonna do it and then catch well,
1: it. well she only does it if she gets told no or something isn't you know like you know because she's protesting
0: yeah well she might protest the whole trip because she's like i want to get out of here and you're like no and then she's like what?
1: And then well, for your information, for Christmas, she actually got her own Kindle screen and, like, a headrest mount and whatever. And the other kids were a little jealous because they, like, didn't get pads until they were much older. Yeah. And I was, I just said, this really isn't a gift for her. It's more of a gift for all of the rest <laughs> of us for the trip. So... That's awesome. This we're is a gift for all of us. Yeah, we're taking cocoa melon to Florida. <laughs> That's hilarious. That'd be great.
0: Oh, uh, good times.
1: Yeah. Really yeah.
0: important question for you. I was having this debate with my mom when she was here. So right now I when I load my dishwasher, I put my 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 uh silverware in upside down. Have we talked about this before?
1: What do you mean upside down? Like oh. the handles are down and then like the 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 forks are up so like the part you bite off of is up
0: yeah and I do that because sometimes I have so many pieces of silverware that I'm concerned that it's too clogged like in the down facing position to actually get the part clean oh yeah Mm -hmm. um and she said but I was she said but it's like really unsanitary to pull out the dish like the forks from the side that you eat you know because then you're like that and then putting it in the drawer and I never used to do it like that but I do it now that I have kids because we have so many dishes but I just uh, and I know that it's not, it probably isn't the greatest to pull it out that way
1: but I'm just curious what you what you do well I'm gonna start by saying we're not germs don't bother us a lot yep. <laughs> like they're just in our house there's no way around it um but we do like you're supposed to wash your hands before you unload the dishwasher okay Sometimes they're right set up sometimes they're upside down. We have like that top pull out tray now where you can lay them all. oh yeah, and I like that, but that gets full. Yep. so like if silverware is really dirty, I put it the part you eat off of up because I feel like it gets a better water spray. yeah, same so then it's cleaner. We used to have the little top rack thingy too in our old like
0: we got a new dishwasher in our other house and yep. I loved it
1: because it I made thought things. it was really stupid when you got that. It was the first time I'd ever seen that and I was like yeah. what a stupid thing and now I love it. So. But
0: because it leaves so much more room on the base. Yeah, it does. Just, it it the does. silverware isn't there. And well, so
1: and I put things like little measuring cups or like the rings yeah. for bottles or just anything. Oh. Yeah, same. <laughs> thanks for letting me know you, th- you thought I was dumb cool I did oh the dishwasher was dumb not me but I picked it so there's that yeah it's true it's true but I've grown to love it I think change is hard for all of us <laughs> Yeah. also like the fork between getting from my clean silverware drawer to kids setting the table Like, who knows what's going to happen to it between the drawer and the table. So I'm not really concerned with if you touch it out of the dishwasher.
0: You're really inspiring me to have my kids wash their hands before unloading the dishwasher. (laughs) Because I actually don't do that. I'm just glad
1: it's done. Should we refer back to the moldy bread (laughs) experiment?
0: Listen, I am not, I am not trying to manage like I'm just happy that they're doing it at this point you know so it's like I just don't want to add another barrier to entry to getting that done
1: (laughs) I hear you Mm -hmm. yesterday my second grader was bugging me like he had all these papers and he's like is this ink is this ink and I'm like I don't know, I guess. I mean, is a printed paper ink or is it toner? Is that the same as ink? I don't know what you're asking me. And then he's like, I need hand sanitizer. Where's the hand sanitizer? I'm like, I don't know. So I don't know what they taught him at school about or on YouTube or somewhere. He learned something must be about dissolving ink or messages in ink. I was going to Google, like, why does my kid care about ink and sanitizer? it's probably just like ballpoint pen ink i don't know well, no, cuz i mean sanitizer gets out like if you get ink in your suit or on your right, shirt it's because alcohol does yep yep, yep. yeah so. so i don't know toner paper anyways hello what's for dinner well i'm so glad you asked apparently we yesterday missed national spaghetti and meatball day well, I don't know if it was spaghetti and meatball day or just spaghetti day, but we I I just am not that good of a mother that I missed that important. Yeah. And so the request is for spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. And we have a bunch in the freezer because we do we just make a ton of meatballs at once and put them in the freezer. Yep. And so we'll do that. And then, of course, someone complained because then they're like, but we want Alfredo. So the kids are negotiating if we're having one or both. Oh. And I was like, well, if we're doing two sauces, then you guys have to do some cooking. So we'll see what they work out. Okay. But I have some crusty bread that's ready to be garliced and buttered and put in the oven. So that's perfect. Yeah. Do you have a vegetable when you have spaghetti night? um it depends um if we do it's like broccoli or asparagus usually but I make our sauce and put a ton of vegetables in there I actually have um some powdered like I dehydrate greens from our garden and then I'll just like powder it and I'll dump that into the sauce too for an extra vitamin boost
0: well aren't you just like a Becky Holmecky thank
1: you for noticing (laughs) gold star thanks it's very neat what about
0: you well we're also having noodles but we're having carbonara so that we can just you know clog our arteries or whatever so how
1: does that work I made it one time so it has the egg in there right I like
0: it because I usually just have all those things and it's just a little different so you actually cook bacon and then you um like you know crumble it up or whatever and then you cook the pasta separate, but then you um, save like half of the bacon grease in the pan. And then you put it, the pasta in the bacon and bacon grease. And then you actually, <laughs> you actually put some butter in there as well. And then <laughs> you like make it heat it up. And then you kind of basically scramble an egg in a bowl. And then um, you just toss it in with a hot bacon greased pasta and then it like cooks the little bit of egg that gets on everything and it and, makes it like creamy well kind of yeah It kind of just really forms around the noodles so it kind of just coats them a little bit with like with basically yeah. scrambled egg you know but but it, you can't tell that it, like it doesn't look scrambled eggs because it's so thin yeah and then a lot of times we put like some parmesan cheese on top when we when we serve it
1: sure but, I get nice. like a
0: three or four pack of bacon from Costco most of the time. And so like I almost always just have bacon in my freezer and I almost always have noodles. And so then it's like if there's nothing else to eat, that's yep. that's a meal. You, gotta, you can put a little salt and pepper on there.
1: Yeah. It yeah, big, it was a hit the time that I did it. I think some people also throw in frozen peas. Is that a thing? Yeah, you could put peas. I don't put peas in anything for the most part. <laughs> Interesting. I
0: don't dislike peas, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. I think part of it was like, I never wanted my kids to hate it. Peas. And then if you've had fresh peas peas like from the farmer's market or whatever they just
1: it's just so the much yard fun. Bryn. we get the fresh peas from our yard yeah. you, know but if you
0: if you like buy peas it's just never the same so if we ever have peas it's like the fresh and then I steam them and then we just do a little salt pepper I
1: don't think frozen are so bad
0: no I don't think they are really either but most meals I'm like
1: meh yeah that's actually one of the most fun things you can do in the garden I think with your kids as peas they're ready early oh yeah and they are really hardy. they just grow like pieces. yeah yep. Yeah, they just grow up a thing and then you can just go pick them and if even if you're not good at weeding or anything else they'll just do their thing and you can still pick some yep but anyways hmm. all right well that'll be good well,
0: um I just wanted to put a shout out that next week we're starting a series with our friends at Sistique Boutique and uh they're all gonna come on and then at the end of the time that we meet the three sisters, we're gonna um interview their mom and sister to find out the scoop on them like for reals, you know, because they're all pretendy like they are friends and cool and everything, and that we're gonna we're gonna get the scoop and make sure that we know. I know their deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, exactly. So I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, we have a lot of friends that shop there. And if you don't, you should. Um, If not because they have cute clothes, but also just to support um, three sister-in-laws that started a business and are just like the sweetest, kindest people with the most amazing customer service. Yeah. I love that they're just moms
1: getting it done. Yeah. They started in what? 2017? Yeah. With a tiny closet. And now they have a huge store. Yeah. So
0: So we're going to interview them once a week and then at the end, then we'll we'll have their mom and sister on uh, and we'll get you all the deets about them and their store. And um, yeah, we're pretty excited about that. So
1: it's true. Yeah. So
0: you can um, follow us on Instagram. Listen, I'm not the greatest. I'm trying to like be not on social media as much, but we do post on Instagram every single day. Uh, at uh, that's neat. Moms, so you should check us out there. And then um, also on Facebook, we have that's neat moms on Facebook, and we are working on getting a web landing page and um, you know a food dehydrator. <laughs> so the more people subscribe to this podcast, the sooner we could probably get a dehydrator. It's all I'm saying.
1: Freeze dryer
0: freeze dryer why do i do that every time
1: i don't know
0: we're working on a freeze dryer we just really want one folks so just keep listening to this podcast and share it with your friends so that we can all have freeze-dried skittles like come on isn't that everybody's dream
1: also we just want everybody to have a friend to listen or feel like they are chatting with them Being a mom can be lonely we did just talk to
0: someone that said, I love listening because I do it like when I'm folding laundry and I just feel like I'm with you guys having a conversation, but I'm just listening
1: in the corner, <laughs> giggling. I think maybe podcasts are perfect for introverts. I don't know. We should do a poll. We should do a poll. Oh, so funny. Okay, all right. well, well, we hope you guys go. all have a great day, night, morning, whenever you're listening to this, workout, laundry, whatever it is. We'll see you on Monday. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.